piazzano vulnerabili. Amen, brother. <laughs> that is Italian, Dave Lang, for I like them vulnerable. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that comes in handy, huh? It does for Daniel Ricardo, who, uh, who uttered that phrase during the Italian GP, Dave Lang, which was this a weekend. It sure was, Drew. <laughs> we like, are we like the color guy and the play-by-play? Is that what's Let's happening? Let's see how it plays out for him, Cotton. <laughs> well, you know, it's going pretty good. We all gave 110%. <laughs> Bold choice, Cotton. Bold choice. Uh, this is F. Uh, <clears throat> Shift F1. A podcast about yeah, speed race cars. What did you almost say there? I, heard you said I almost weird. said it was F1. Yeah, okay. It's not. It's, it's very, very far away from F1. It's the cl- Shift F1. Declaratively, it is and has always been Shift F1. Yes, right. No other names did it go by. Dave Rang, you just... Had, <clears throat> that's going to be a tough one today, Dave Lang. <laughs> the struggle's real. It's it fine, really though. is. It's, uh, it's the evening. I've had a whole day to think about what I've done. Uh, but here we are now. Did you watch qualifying? I did not watch qualifying. I was uh, at PAX without a lot of uh, backup. And I literally just watched the race like 30 minutes before we started recording. Nice. All right. Fresh in your mind. So I'm set. That's really when we should do these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, qualifying was weird because it was really rainy. And so they um, they had to actually red flag it because it was so rainy. I think Grosjean was the one who was <laughs> driving around and said, it's way too wet out here. And then he crashed, which Great. was a real bummer. Uh, yeah. But uh, the Mercedes guys, at least, Hamilton and Botas, Passed the time by, um, I think, live streaming from a phone, them playing Trials Fusion. Oh, I, I saw someone that on Twitter, actually. That's yeah. super cute. Yeah. yeah. So that was great. Uh, but the strangest thing about qualifying uh, was that we have so many grid penalties before the race that qualifying kind of got completely scrambled. So let me just run down the grid penalties here. Uh, Grosjean got five for replacing his grid box. Perez got five for replacing his grid box, or gearbox, sorry. <clears throat> uh, Signs 10 grid spot penalty for replacing his MGUH. Hulkenberg also 10 spots for MGUH. Palmer got 15 places for his MGUH and his turbo. Verstappen got 20 for his MGUH engine and gearbox. Ricardo got 25 for his MGUH engine gearbox turbo. Van Dorn got 25 for his MGUH MGUK engine and turbo. And Alonso got 35 place penalty for MGUH MGUK engine turbo battery and electronics parts changes for so a total that- of 150 grid spot penalties throughout the entire field. Is it normal that this is the race people just do this at? Or is it like, why Why are so many at once? Do people do all these like wholesale replacements? Is it just coincidence? Or is it like, this is a speed, this is a Mercedes race anyway, we can't win, so just do it here? I, I got to imagine that's the way that it happens. Like, they're just, you have to pick one that you're just th- like throwing to the wolves. And for right. some reason, that was this one for everyone. Um, so, uh, you know, even though I think Verstappen qualified, he originally qualified way, way high. Um, but, uh, they were even, he may have qualified second. I can't remember. Uh, he, for a while he had the pole position. Anyway, uh, he got busted down 20 spots and so started away in the back, 
but that meant that some spots up at the front were freed up. So we got one of the weirdest grids I've seen in a long time. Are you ready? Yes. I mean, having known nothing about qualifying and I just put the race on like two hours ago or whatever, (laughs) and I see the fucking starting grid, like, is that a pink car? (laughs) Yeah. What's going on? But proceed. Hamilton pole position, and he got that one for real. Um, And by the way, eclipsed uh michael schumacher for the all-time lead of pole positions with a total of 69 um, uh, quick digression real quick yes. for you so i was at spa um oh right how did that go it was really so it's good news bad news okay uh it was great the weather was, it was, it was like looked like it might be raining the whole time but it wasn't um it rained like not during the races so it kept it kind of cool um it was a lot cooler than last year, so it was very enjoyable weather to enjoy the races in. Uh, went to Quali and went to the race, and the amount of like Schumacher stuff at the race proper um, was amazing. Like, you know, like Schumacher's kid was supposed to do some laps. Uh, they ended up scrapping that due to time constraints or whatever. But then, like, you know, the award ceremony for when um, you know Hamilton tied Michael and all this stuff, and just like, but it's been my first race since the the takeover from Bernie, and like. They are really doing a lot of like fan friendly, quote unquote fan friendly stuff that I'm sure a lot of old timey F1 people hate um, <laughs> at the events. Like they, they have a, like a fun zone essentially, where they have just a bunch like a DJ playing music and people dancing and like people dressed up in costumes and people hanging out and having fun. And uh, it definitely felt like it's the it was it felt I guess more American take for good or for bad depending on how you feel about that. Um, but it was weird. Uh, I really had a good time. Though. It was great. Um, the race, I was to turn one, uh, not like last year, I was at the grandstand by the starting line. So really, really good seats. I could kind of see part of Eau Rouge. I could, you know, so it was, it was really, really cool seats. So all in all, fabulous, fabulous, fabulous race weekend. Excellent, man. That's, that's one for the ages. That's like yeah, was, a, that's a bucket list thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, the only thing I'm salty about is my friends, um, were, so I drove there, I got my own rental car and I drove there from, Germany from Gamescom to Spa and driving to Europe is just fun because like everyone like everyone gets that like hey you don't stay in the left lane right and so everyone knows how to drive like, yeah everyone knows how to drive it it's amazing um and if you it's really hard to describe like why that's so cool but like when everyone it's, it's like this if ever if you're at a stoplight right and everyone's hit the gas at the they didn't wait for the car in front of them to go if everyone hit gas the minute the light turned green There'd be no traffic, essentially, right. you know. Yeah, and it's like it's like that all the time in Europe, right? It's fantastic. <laughs> but uh, my friends got another rental car, and they were actually drove after Spa. They drove down through France to Champagne country, country, and then stayed a couple days there, and then they went to Monza for this week's for oh. this race. And I couldn't go because of packs. I had like too many commitments of packs to do. But uh, they were texting me the whole fucking time, and uh, a little salty, a little salty about the whole thing. <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah. Uh, well, you know who's not salty, because he inherited the second place grid spot. One Lance Stroll, that's right, yeah. in his Williams will start second to Lewis Hamilton. I, I, I'm glad you. So like, they didn't really mention. I mean, they mentioned something about penalties here and there, but I had no idea how like widespread it was. Now the starting grid makes a lot more sense. Yeah, and it gets weirder from there. Ocon in third, Botas fourth, Raikkonen in fifth, Vettel in sixth. By the way, uh, those guys, the Ferraris, uh, 
were also recipients of a lot of the the help from these penalties because right. they qualified terribly. I think they did like eighth and ninth or something. Wow! And they Ferrari themselves said, "We don't know why we're so slow." Yeah. Um, so an unfortunate qualifying position for them, but they're starting Raikkonen in fifth, Vettel sixth, Massa seventh, Kafiat in eighth, Magnussen ninth, Perez in tenth, in eleventh place and twelfth, the Saubers, Ericsson and Verline which has got to be the highest they've started in years. Uh, Verstappen in 13th, Hulkenberg in 14th, Sainz, Ricardo in 16th, Palmer, Van Dorn, Alonso, and Grosjean. So, Poor Grosjean. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even get to play in qualifying. Yeah. Um, so let's take it through the start, Dave Lang. This is probably fresher in your mind than it is in mine. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, I, I got to imagine Hamilton and Stroll is such a strange combination. Like Hamilton's got the championship on his mind. Right. And he's right. He doesn't want Stroll to do anything weird lest he crash into Hamilton. But Hamilton's also got the faster car. I, I don't know. Stroll to me seems like a wild card, at least. And I would Ocon behind him too. Right. Like not right. exactly someone who's incident free this year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right uh but hamilton gets a good start and moves over immediately on stroll who kind of dodges out of the way um and uh stroll doesn't have the pace to keep up with him and immediately gets swallowed by Ocon at turn one who moves into second place uh which is kind of a good move by Ocon. uh but the real battle was botas who keeps the inside of turn one over raikkonen but raikkonen scrappy pulls back even with him uh for the time being Verstappen has somehow in the back of the field made up four places in two turns and gets one more when Massa and Perez collide, uh, dropping Perez back. Uh, meanwhile, that Botas Raikkonen fight is continuing up at the front. They go side by side through Curva Grande with Botas on the inside, but, uh, Raikkonen is set up for the next corner and takes it while Botas, uh, contends with Vettel behind him in sixth. Uh, I watched the, the replay that, uh, f1 has on their youtube channel and i think david croft it is just absolutely going nuts through all of this <laughs> uh, but then on the back straight botas gets a run on raikkonen in the draft and slingshots around him on the outside of the next right hander the parabolica the two continue side by side once again and as they come across the start finish straight i'm not sure you could get a piece of paper between their wheels yeah uh, yeah, that looked like for sure like they were gonna they're gonna rub rub paint there. Yeah, no kidding. But that's I I think this is you know having watched this for years, it's really tough to distinguish because they're all good drivers. It's tough right. to distinguish the great drivers, and I think this is what makes them great is that because they can do this and not have any problems like or or not. I'm not afraid that those guys are going to do something stupid. They can yeah, race they, wheel to wheel, and and the 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 racer with a higher skill prevails not not because of uh or you know due to setup it's not like yeah. they don't try to pull one over it's like we're racing here with a capital r yeah the difference between like them and us is we do that and they do that and they're surprised when there's an accident <laughs> right yes <laughs> yeah uh botas does edge ahead and raikkonen tries the inside but botas successfully box into the chicane uh, fantastic driving from both of them, and uh, Botas gets the place. Uh, in the back of the field, Grota, uh, Grotas, Grosjean has contact with Ricardo and loses his front wing, uh, and then I think pits soon. 
Uh, but after lap one, it is Hamilton still on top, pulling away from Ocon, who's in second now, to Stroll's third, Botas in fourth, Raikkonen in fifth, Vettel sixth, Massa, Verstappen making up five places in one lap, Perez yeah. adding one, Magnussen down one in tenth, Kafiat, Hulkenberg, signs, Ericsson, Ricardo up a spot, Van Dorn, Alonso, Grosjean, Verline, and Palmer. Uh, just getting it done. Never stopping. Just getting it done. Yeah, man, cruising through the field. I like yeah. a lot, a lot, especially after this race, has been said about the grid penalties and uh, whether they should stay in F one or not. Um, I, 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 I don't like them because I think they kind of cheapen uh, the sport a little bit. Um, but I do like seeing people like Verstappen uh, in good cars in the back of the field, picking their way through. I think it's just I mean, fun. It's not yeah, fair, but it's fun. I'm sure, the, I'm sure the listeners that have been following up on their whole lives will write in to correct me here. Uh, and please do, because I want to learn this shit. The main reason I do this shit is to learn more and more about the sport. But exactly. my impression of why those exist in the first place is just so teams like Mercedes and Ferrari can't just like buy a million engines and swap them every single week. You know, it's it's to try to like reduce the financial advantage. Is that's my understanding of it? Totally. Yeah, it's um, a cost saving measure. And if you if that's like your goal, right, is to kind of like make flatten that that field out a little bit financially. I don't know how else you dissuade those kind of things because, oh yeah, things are going to break. It's part of the sport, right? So what else would you do short of like, you know, because you don't want to make it like oh now you owe us a million dollars or whatever. Because they don't Mercedes doesn't care about a million dollars, right? Uh, so yeah, I don't know what else you would do there, but it does suck. Like it is like, yeah, like, Oh, I just have no chance this race because three things in my car broke or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly why they do it. And ESPN actually had a, a good interview with, uh, uh, Gunther Steiner, the, uh, uh, team principal of Haas, who is, you know, not one of those big teams. Um, and Steiner says, quote, we did this for a good reason. He's talking about, uh, having the grid penalty system. Uh, we did it for a good reason to have cost control. If you get only one grid position or something as a penalty, uh, the big teams will go away even further because they would change everything every time, evolve it, and be faster. They would make up the grid penalties with being faster. Uh, the article then says, One solution which has been put forward is that the teams lose points in the Constructors' Championship instead of being penalized with grid position position uh, with the driver's championship traditionally holding more prestige than the constructors steiner thinks that concept could easily be exploited by the teams with the best resources quote what is worth more the constructors or the driver's championship the manufacturer gets last but the driver wins okay you could get two different championships two focuses but that doesn't make the racing any better which he's got a point there like essentially essentially yeah. you would have uh, two different races going on at the same time you would have like a, a multi-class like super gt or uh, or WEC happening, isn't it already kind of like that? I mean, it feels like that to me. It feels like the const- no no one the constructors championship is already an afterthought in all discussions I hear about it. You know, yeah, like it's it's always the second one you see. It's always like Hamilton and Vettel. That's the storyline. You know, and I just I I totally appreciate what he's saying because that would it would make it even worse than it is now. But I already feel it's kind of like you know there's an A tier. Uh, championship and then a b or c tier is the other one so yeah it's a hard problem yeah i i think i think you're right there's a b and c i think b is a lot bigger than it hasn't in, in the past uh i think the only real c team is sauber 
Like they're yeah. they cannot hang at all. But the yeah. rest of that field gets scrambled pretty good. Um, and you know, Red Bull kind of exists in this weird between A and B. Um, so I, I don't know. The, Ross Braun has an interview with uh, Motorsport.com, and he is not a fan of uh, the uh, the grid penalties. He being the F1 director of Motorsport, it's his job to make this fun to watch. Uh, he says, quote, for a fan to stomach that his hero is in the back of the grid because he had to change the engine, that's not great sport. We've got to find a solution that either through a different form of penalty or to remove the penalty altogether and just live with the problem uh, that it was trying to fix. Braun said uh, that discussions had taken place within the FIA about the matter, but he acknowledged that it was not easy to come up with an answer. However, he hoped something would be in place at the latest by the time new engine rules come in for 2021. Quote, we are working with the FIA now to try to see if there is a better solution in the future and certainly hope with a new engine and new rules we'll definitely have a better solution. There you so go. They're thinking about it, but you know, I, I also, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, they don't, they don't pay me for this. So I don't, I don't know what the answer is. Right. Um, but, but they should, they should pay you drew. They really should. They really should. So, <laughs> uh, due to rain and uh, everyone getting all those penalties, uh, we have um, kind of what I expect to happen um, as I was watching this race is for Hamilton to just pull away uh, and then Stroll and Ocon kind of hold everybody else up. Uh, but Ocon hung with Hamilton for a, a while, I think, due to his uh, Mercedes engine. Um, as as did Stroll actually, which was cool to see because Williams has not been doing that great uh, right. this year so far. Yeah, he hung in there more than I thought he would. Yeah. Uh, so there's some potential for some Cinderella stories, but likely only in positions other than first. <laughs> right. Uh, lap two, Botas tries to get around Stroll, but both have Mercedes engines, so it's either said than done. Botas does get it done a few turns later at the turn one chicane with a late break dive down the inside. Uh, and to Stroll's credit, he kind of plays the part and uh, doesn't crash. Uh, meanwhile, in the rear of the picture, Massa and Verstappen are rubbing carbon fly- fiber flying. Uh, and then in the it's next shot, Dave it's a real Lang, shame. Verstappen's got a puncture. Yeah, real shame. <laughs> he was doing so well. You know, he battled through the through the penalties and the grid penalties. Really showed some scrap, some resilience. Just a pop a tire. Yeah. What a shame it is. I'm glad you're coming around for Staffen Lang. Oh yeah, big fan, especially after Spa. Yeah. Talk, talk about talk about a fairy tale come true for your boy. <laughs> but we don't need to get into that again. Yeah, I mean, I was immediately angry because uh, you know Max, this one was preventable. Why did you do this? Uh, but it, right. it really kind of looks like Massa's fault. It was very optimistic on on Massa's part. He he kind of. He hot dogged it way deep in the chicane, and, and Max didn't really have anywhere to go. And uh, yeah, it it was a bummer. I like to see good racing, Dave Lang, and that's what Verstappen brings. No yeah. further action apparently from the stewards. Well, you know, I mean, if, if the only except Baco for me would have been if Verstappen got a penalty. So, <laughs> I mean, he he did in a way. Uh, yeah. Lap four with DRS enabled, Botas makes quick work of Ocon to take second place and starts his run against Hamilton. Uh, meanwhile, the Ferrari teammates have swapped places, Vettel jumping Raikkonen for fifth place after Raikkonen goes off a bit at the chicane. Uh, Verstappen manages to pit and gets his front wing exchanged and a new tire and goes back out. 
Um, Vettel gets by Stroll with ease for fourth place, so these guys already moving up the field. Um, Kimmy's got some problems around lap eight, saying uh, over the radio, do I have damage on the rear of the car? But his engineer yeah, says... it feels loose, yeah. Yeah, no no issues on data, Kimmy. And I don't... Let me know if you, if you feel this way, but the... The engineer for Kimi Raikkonen always sounds like yeah. he's exasperated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The way he said that was like, no, there's no issues on the data, Kimi. <laughs> I did like, it was a couple of laps later too, when he took someone around that chicane, you know, which is like one of the harder places. I mean, a lot of passes happen there, but it's challenging, right? And you should come right out of that long straightaway. It's like a hard braking zone. It's really easy to mess that up and just shoot the chicane altogether. I forgot who he passed around there, and he just he just locked it down. And then one of the announcers is like, "Huh, weird. Back end seemed pretty stable there." <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His engineer actually a few laps later was telling him to stay with Stroll, uh, but Raikkonen responded, "He doesn't know how to fix his his rear problem." Um, but his uh, team did say later that he was overheating his tires. So maybe that was it. He pitted a lap later, lap 16, and went on to uh, the soft tires from the super soft. Uh, also around that same time, Alonzo and Palmer tussling in the chicane. Uh, Alonzo kind of bounced Palmer off the track and then complained when Palmer rejoined. So that was fun. Uh, and then Alonzo complained of upshifts, problems. So things all business as usual in the McLaren pit. Yep. Uh, lap 16, Ricardo in ninth place already, having started 16th, which is crazy. Strong. Uh, or 17th, maybe. Uh, Van Dorn is in 11th. He started in 18th. And during a commercial break, what do you know? Uh, we missed a great pass of Perez by Ricardo for fifth place, to which his engineer says, all right, next one ahead is Massa. Massa's next. He's alone now. And Ricardo responds, I like him vulnerable. <laughs> I, I just, classic. Ricardo's just the best. He's the best. And like I, what we were saying earlier about true racers, the fact that this guy has the mental capacity to make jokes while he's overtaking people. Yeah. Like that's a professional. Yeah. Yeah. Pro's pro. I think some people bang like, oh, he doesn't got a high motor, he doesn't want it enough, whatever. No, fuck that. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, agreed. As far as I'm concerned, it's it's if they're fun to watch and Ricardo is fun to watch. Yep. Uh, lap 18, Stroll's got a long pit stop and gets passed by Raikkonen. Raikkonen now in 10th, Stroll in 11th. Uh, Alonso gets a five-second penalty for cutting that chicane with Palmer. Uh, Rackin gets by Ocon for sixth place on the start finish straight on lap 26. Uh, Palmer retires soon after. And, uh, at some point we get some Alonzo radio where Alonzo asks where Palmer is. Yeah. His engineer (laughs) says he retired. And then Alonzo says karma. Yeah. Just like, although a little disappointed too. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, that's cool. I would have liked, but you know what? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just speaking of saltiness, man, yeah. Alonzo just absolutely does not care one bit. No, he's done. Yeah. He's, he's done on both sides. He's toast. Yeah. Uh, lap 32, Fettel has to pit, I think, because uh, his tires are finally running out. So he pits before the Mercedeses and comes out in fourth behind Ricardo, who still has not stopped yet, uh, and ahead of Perez, who also has not stopped. Hamilton pits a lap later and rejoins behind Botas easily. Botas 
pits one lap later, rejoins in second, so no change there. Uh, Van Dorn has no power. Lap 34, what do you know? He retires. Um, lap 34, also Verstappen being Verstappen with Grosjean at the chicane. <laughs> Grosjean then loses a piece of his front wing. Uh, I don't think any penalties were handed out for that either. I don't believe so. Uh, lap 38, Ricardo Pitts does a fast stop. And by the way, he was on soft tires because he was, you know, in so far in the back of the field that it didn't really matter. He goes on to super softs and rejoins in, rejoins in fifth place behind Raikkonen. So he's lapping one second faster than Raikkonen on those super soft tires. Yeah, this, this uh, Ricardo... Uh, v Ferrari at the end it was really the only interesting storyline in the whole race, really. Yeah, uh, this is lap thirty-eight, um, and we've got what fifty-two uh, yeah. to go, fifty-three total. Fifty-three, yeah. Um, so yeah, he great strategy call because he's now uh, late in the race with super soft tires. Um, and lap forty-one dives from way back on the inside of Raikkonen at turn one for fourth place. So. Uh, I, as you said, I think the best move for the race goes to Ricardo for that move. It's it's a it's great. It, he doesn't lose control or anything, um, and comes from <laughs> like halfway down the strip to dive in on Raikkonen. It was it's a great move. It's also yeah. in that uh, that F1 uh, YouTube channel a highlight reel that I will link in the show notes at F1.cool. Um, and uh, his, Ricardo's engineer then comes over and says, "All right, Vettel is a bit slow. I think you're going to catch him." So setting up another uh, yeah, Ferrari, Ferrari rundown. A little, a little bump. I don't know if Ricardo needs anything like that, but gave it to him regardless. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 44 Verstappen in 13th. Uh, gets by Hulkenberg for 12th, which is pretty amazing considering he had a front wing change. Uh, and gets Kofiat a few laps later for 11th. And then Magnussen a lap later, though Magnussen actually jukes to defend, then tries to take the place back on Curva Grande. So Magnussen showing some spunk. Uh, Verstappen says no way, leaves no room, and Magnussen has to take an escape road. That also came under investigation, but I don't think any penalties happened. Uh, um, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, lap 32, almost done here. Uh, Alonzo and Erickson both retired, and uh, the NBC Sports commentator Steve Matchett noted that these late-race re- retirements, which we have seen uh, quite a bit this season, Allow the gearbox to be changed without penalty. Yeah. So the retire intentionally with one lap to go. He called it strategic retirement, I believe he called it. Right. And, uh, and then, oh, yeah, we needed to change it. Cause it's it, weird. Yeah. Hmm. It's super weird. A couple races in a row, we just always end up on the last one. We're, out, we're not on the points either whenever that happens. It's so weird. Right. Uh, which, to me, just makes the grid penalties even dumber. Because if you can subvert them with something like this, there's got to be a better way. There's got to yeah. be a better way. <laughs> uh, last lap, a great battle between Massa and Stroll, uh, who is in seventh, Massa in eighth. Stroll manages to hold him off, uh, but Massa puts himself at risk of being passed by Perez, uh, but manages to hold him off too. So that one, that one, you know, I was I was pulling for Stroll because, like, hey man, he got on, he got, he started second, Massa further in the field. So I, I felt like Stroll deserved to to get a good finish on this one, and he did. He finished seventh place, and what do you know, Hamilton wins. Botas Just like second, that. Forza Ferrari in third place. It takes over the uh, championships for the first time this year. Is that true? I think that's the first time he's been in first. I might be wrong about that, but I, I think so. Wow. 
That'd be that'd be amazing. Uh, yeah, Fiddle in third. Uh, Ricardo in fourth. Raikkonen in fifth. Esteban Ocon, Lance Stroll, Felipe Massa, Sergio Perez. Max Verstappen got up to 10th place and got the final point after a puncture and a new front wing. Kevin Magnussen just outside the points in that customary Haas 11th slot. Danny Kofiat in 12th. Hulkenberg, Sainz, Grosjean, Verline, Alonso, and Ericsson were not classified. Neither were uh, Van Dorn and Palmer. And there you go. Uh, Great podium ceremony. Here in case you can, I don't know if you can hear this or not. Uh, Shift F1 fans, mm-hmm. my children just started playing the piano. Oh. So if you, if you can hear that, enjoy the tunes. If you can't hear that, my God, are you lucky. <laughs> Oh my God, are they awful? I uh, really hope you can't hear that. <laughs> anyway, proceed, Drew. <laughs> uh, the podium ceremony, always amazing at Italy. Have you Gorgeous. been to Monza? No, I have not. Oh, Which is like I was triple salty because of that reason right there. I mean, you get like as a Ferrari fan, that's yeah. got to be on your list. I mean, I'm sure it is. They're all yeah. On the Dave other thing Lang's too list. is like my my friend is super tight with the uh, the whole like. He's he's in Ferrari culture deep. Oh yeah, and, he's um, part of the Tifosi. He, yeah, so yeah, like he goes, he gets like factory tours and shit, and they're oh. doing all that this time too. And so, yeah, just a little bitter about the whole thing. <laughs> well, uh, close your eyes then for the ceremony because man, there was a lot of red out there, big old flags waving. Uh, they had a f- uh, a camera attached to the first place winner's uh, champagne bottle, so. Formula oh my god, One, that's cool. Twitter uh, retweeted the footage from Hamilton spraying champagne. First person perspective of the champagne bottle being sprayed on the crowd, which See, is great. That, that's just that's just the new management just making it more friendly, making it more fun. It's yeah, it's right. It's 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 shareable. It's clickable. Yeah. Uh speaking of which, ha- someone threw Hamilton's phone up to him so he could take selfies. <laughs> it was an amazing throw. I don't know if anyone if there's there are gifts out there of that, but man, it was it just pops up and he catches it. Uh, also, Vettel doing the podium interview in Italian was super cool. Did you see that? No, I did. I, so I rarely, rarely watch that stuff if Ferrari doesn't win. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it, it was great. He didn't do the whole thing. He just he said uh, a few sentences in Italian, and man, the crowd just ate it up. Yeah, uh, did he do the Forza Scuderia thing? Uh, Forza Scuderia, Forza Ferrari. That's the only thing I've heard him say that, and every time he does it, people lose He said it. way but, more. He said, like, actual sentences. Wow, good for him. Yeah, and it, he made it sound really convincing, so I guess he's been brushing up on that uh, Rosetta Stone. Uh, also, he took a camera from one of the camera guys and roamed around a little bit on the podium, which was fun. Apparently, the uh, drivers and the camera guys were swapping cameras uh, during the rain delay and qualifying, so that was a, a throwback to that. So, uh, yeah, fun Foden podium celebration. A decent race. Uh, I liked it better than Spa, frankly, although I wasn't there in person. So, uh, Yeah, I mean, the Spa was not a super interesting race to watch, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Monza, always fun. Uh, your driver, happening. driver of the day, Daniel Ricciardo, naturally. Yeah, without a doubt. Who doesn't love Danny Rick? Yeah. And uh, as you said, Dave Lang, Lewis Hamilton ahead in the points. Let us run down them for you, shall we? Hamilton in first with 238. Vettel right behind with 235. Botas has 197. Ricardo 144. Raikkonen 138. Verstappen in a distant six with 68. Perez has 58. 
Ocon 55, Sainz 36, Hulkenberg 34, Massa 31, Stroll and Grosjean both have 24, Magnussen with 11, Alonso with 10, Verline with 5, Kvyat with 4, Van Dorn with 1, Palmer, Ericsson, Antonio Giovinazzi, Jensen Button, uh, and Paul DeResta, and anyone else who drove a car this year, they all have zero points. I think uh, the boys are going to get it back next week in Singapore. You think so? Yeah, yeah. I think it's our, Vettel is back at number one after after Singapore. Book it. Guaranteed. That's the Dave Lang promise. All right. I've heard Singapore is godlike. It's really fun. Uh, constructor standings. Mercedes on top with 435. Ferrari 373. Red Bull's got 212. Force India's got 113. Williams has 55. Toro Rosso's got 40. Gene House and team have 35. Renault's got 34. That that midfield battle is close. Uh, McLaren yeah. has 11 points and Sauber has five. It's just so it's 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 amazing. I think it's not amazing. It's not the right word, but after just so many uninteresting seasons competitively, um, it's so good just to have some intrigue about what's going to happen at the end of the year. You know? Yeah. Like constructors is already kind of not in question, but it's still, it's not unthinkable someone could overtake them, you know. Sure. Um, and the drivers' championship is totally up for grabs. So very, it's it's a cool year. Yeah, I I love it, uh, and it's fun to see, um, Hamilton and Vettel like shaking hands and stuff uh, after the race too. That's yeah, uh, that's fun to see. Uh, in other news, speaking of the uh, the Honda Salt. Uh, it's been thrown around that the team is expected to reach a final decision on its future with Honda, that being McLaren, uh, with speculation growing that it will switch to Renault Power. This is from Autosport.com. Alonso's three-year contract with McLaren expires at the end of this year, and with limited seats available elsewhere on the grid, his future is at the center of driver market for 2018. When asked by Sky Sports what the changes were of McLaren keeping Alonso, uh, oh, I'm sorry. What When asked by Sky Sports what the chances were of McLaren keeping Alonso if it switches to Renault engines, its executive, Zach Brown, says, executive director, Zach Brown, says, very likely, very likely. <laughs> so I think that's really uh, what we're hinging on here. And apparently that decision will happen uh, the first half of this month. So be on the lookout. Uh, speaking Can't of wait. Can't other, wait. yeah, what would you like to see? Would you like, like, do you like Salty Alonso? Do you want to see him do better? Would you rather him just? I would peace rather out? see. I'd like to see McLaren get competitive. Yes. Uh, I'd like to see him stay there. McLaren get competitive. I don't know how likely that is. So, uh, maybe he just signs a. How, he, well, he's thirty six, right? Is that Something about like right? That. You yeah, think? sounds right. So he's getting up there. So this probably could be theoretically his last contract. So. I don't know where else he goes, though. Uh, yeah, it's not great timing for him and all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, he says he has a lot of other offers elsewhere, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, but are they are they going to be any more competitive or not? You know, I don't know. Well, they might be, but just in different racing series. He's certainly not going to earn much more money. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine how much they're paying him to stay I, there. I think it's been out there that he made $50 million a year. Jeez. That's what I heard. That could be totally baseless, but, um, yeah. Impressive. Well, from around the world of motorsport to around the world of racing, Dave Lang. I think you know what the people want, Drew. They want to race after, around the after, world. Yeah! 
Fuck yes, after our last experiment. The people want it, Drew. They demand it. Formula 3 Europe <laughs> is at the Nürburgring. Sure is. In Nürburgring, Germany. Also at the Nürburgring in Nürburgring, Germany. <laughs> A DTM. What's DTM mean? Down to motorsport. <laughs> and you know I am. MotoGP. <laughs> They're at the Misano World Circuit, Marco Cimoncelli. <laughs> in Misano Adriatico, RN, Italy. I don't know what the RN means. Maybe it's a state or something. Registered nurse, I think. Okay. Uh, takes a lot of schooling to get that. <laughs> You're anyway. already breaking form, Drew. You're already breaking form. Stay tough. <clears throat> They're racing the Grand Prix Amo di San Marina. <laughs> a della Riviera di Rimini. A lot of things going on there, MotoGP land. Oh yeah, a lot of vowels. Super Formula is at Autopolis. Now, I warned you, we would have an Autopolis government <laughs> if you elected the wrong people. Anyway. I've been saying this for years. They're at the Owaita Prefecture in Japan, <laughs> which is one of my favorite prefectures. It's no Chiba, but yeah. And finally, Dave Lang. The NASCAR Cup is at Richmond International Speedway in East Lawburn Avenue in Richmond, <laughs> Virginia. You know it. Right across the street from the Walmart. Of course. For the Federated Auto Parts 400. <laughs> It's a whole federation of auto parts together. <laughs> They're all there. They're all there. Cooperating. To race. Under one roof. Ahem. <clears throat> Yay! <clears throat> Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Not as many races this time, but I appreciate the effort nonetheless, and I know the fans do too. Thank you. Yes, it's uh it's good. Does Danny thing. make you do that or is it just me? It's it's just you. Good. <laughs> Danny has concern for my throat's well being. No, I don't give a shit about that. As always, you can find our show notes on f1.cool, along with how to subscribe via RSS, iTunes, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are sold. Until next time, I am Drew Scanlon. Danny O'Dwyer is Danny O'Dwyer. Dave Lang is Dave Lang. What's your what's your uh, what's your handle there, Dave Lang on Twitter? Uh, at Joseph J Brony on Twitter. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I to the G Iron Galaxy. And, uh, and uh, at Team GFB Radio, if you want to hear my podcast where we don't talk about speedy race cars very often. It's a good podcast. I've been on that podcast. It's wonderful. It's all right. You know, yeah. What would you remember what episode number you're on? People just go right to that one. That was a good one. Uh, I don't you remember know the if number. You, if you just go to teamgpradio.com, all the archives are there, and you just Google Drew Scanlon, mm -hmm. uh, it'll pop right up for you because we keep bespoke show notes. I think it's called Mario Time, is the episode title. It might be, might be Mario Time. There we go. Thank you, Dave Lane, for joining us, for watching Thanks the for Italian Grand Prix, and for chatting it up. Forza Ferrari. So much fun. Until next time, have a good race weekend, everyone. We will see you all next week.